Hi there. You're listening to the Align Creative Living Podcast, an empowering place for women to find inspirational topics from intuition and creativity to real life triumphs and struggles. We're talking all things soul aligned living here. Nothing is off limits. Welcome home, sister. I'm your host, Renee Shear. Hello, everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome. I am thrilled to come on here today and have some real talk about rejection. Oh my gosh, I have so much to say about this topic. And, you know, let's be real. Rejection sucks. It sucks, right? No one likes to be rejected. No one likes the way it feels. It can feel real heavy. It can make us feel like we're not worthy or like we're not good enough. And the more that it happens, the more that we receive it, it just makes us feel worse and worse. And sometimes it's really hard to overcome that feeling, you know, because we, we carry it inside of us instead of actually working through it and, and understanding why it's happening, where it's coming from, how we're attracting it, and, and all of those sorts of things. So I'm really excited to talk about this today. So, you know, <laughs> I am very familiar with rejection. Um, it's something I've experienced my whole life. Um, I'm sure many of you can relate to, to that. Um, you know, it's not unique to just one person or another. We all experience it. So what can we learn from it and how can we stop attracting it to us? How can we clear our energetic field so that we can actually be receiving of the things that we do desire and follow our path and, 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 and do the work in the world that we want to do. So let's, uh, let's dive into this. So I have some notes. So if I look away, just know that I'm kind of looking at my notes to make sure I touch on all these topics. Usually I just like to speak very intuitively. I usually don't have an agenda and I do have some bullet points, but I just bear with me in case I start to go off on a tangent because sometimes once I start talking about something, I get a little hyper and excited and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> so the first question that I have for you is, are we holding or are you holding the energy of rejection? Now that might seem a little odd to ask, but if we think about everything in terms of energy and you see in your life that, or you feel like you're constantly getting rejected, um, it could be that you're holding on to rejection energy. So let's look at different ways that rejection happens. You know, it could be, let's say um, you're trying to make new friendships and maybe you reach out to someone and you be vulnerable and they reject you. Or maybe you're trying to get a promotion at work and you apply for a promotion and you don't get it and it makes you feel rejected. It makes you feel like you're not good enough. Maybe you're trying to attract more abundance or more money into your life. Maybe you're hoping for a raise or a larger raise or whatever, and you don't get it, or you don't get what 
you thought you deserved or you don't get what you thought you were going to be getting. That's another form of rejection. Um, maybe in your health, you know, that's another area where sometimes we see rejection. And when it comes to like health, for instance, maybe you're someone who has tried to change their eating habits or lose some weight or start a fitness routine or something like that and you're not seeing results and you're not seeing results as quickly as you want to see them. Um, that's sort of a form of intern and, and then you quit. So that's sort of a form of internal rejection. It's like, I'm not seeing the results I want, so forget it. It's futile, why bother? It's a, it's a, it's a rejection of self. So we get rejection from the outside world, but we also do it to ourselves. And this is something that kind of took me a long time to learn too, because you never think that you're actually rejecting yourself. And the truth is we do do it sometimes when we give up on something, when we give up, when we give up on a goal that we want to meet, when we give up on following a soul path that we want to do, or, or we decide to ignore our intuition, all those sorts of things. It's sort of a form of self-rejection. And it's, it's so painful. So, you know, we have so much to say about this. <laughs> if we look at rejection, I mean, this comes back to conditioning. So much of what we experience in our world, so much of what we experience in life, our journeys, our spiritual journeys, our health journeys, everything, so much of it goes back to the beginning. It goes back to when you're a child and the first time you are told the word no. No, you cannot do this. No, you cannot have that. No, 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 no. <laughs> we've all been told no from the moment we could start to show our independence as a child we are told the word no now mind you our parents probably have a very good reason for saying no you know they have they they, they want to protect us they want to keep us safe they want to, us to they they want to uh fulfill our highest good, but it's in our DNA. So when we hear the word no, when we feel the energy of the word no, we carry that, we carry that in our field. And we carry that as we age from the time we're little up until the time we become more independent. And by the, by the time we start to become more independent, we have this conditioned belief that when we hear no in whatever form it comes in, whether it's the word no or being rejected by someone or something, it makes us feel like shit. It makes us feel like shit. It truly does. It makes us sad. It makes us depressed. It makes us angry. It makes us feel like we're never going to have what we want. It makes us feel like all these horrible feelings, you know, whatever words or whatever you want to call it, whatever you identify with. I've experienced all of the emotions around it, all the feels. 
<laughs> I'm one of those people who feels all of the feels, you know? Um, just like in death, sometimes there's like these cycles, you know? And then sometimes we go into a state of um, uh, denial. We go into a state of denial. And we think, ah, maybe you're one of those people who, who hears no a lot or gets rejected often, but you don't let it bother you. And you're like, ah, whatever, you know, I'm going to have this anyway. I'm going to do this anyway. I'm going to figure it out. Great. And then you go along and you do it and you keep going and you keep pushing forward and you're pushing forward and you're pushing forward and you're going for it and you're still getting no, no, no. And you're still getting rejected, rejected, rejected. And at some point you start to think to yourself like, what the fuck? What is going on? I keep trying. I keep doing. I keep, I keep moving forward and nothing's happening. I'm not getting what I want. I'm not getting what I want. And it starts to get really confusing. And then eventually you just get to the point where like, screw this. I'm so done with this. And you sit in your little, your little corner at home and you, and you, and you, you, you have a little pity party, a little pity party. And I'm not saying this is a bad thing. I'm not judging because I'm, I'm, what I'm saying here is I'm telling you of my own experience. I mean, this, this was me. This was me, so I am not judging. I just want to show you how we carry this rejection energy inside of us, inside of our energy field. And I want so badly for us, for us women, for us women who want to make an impact in the world, who want to change the world, who want to fo follow their soul calling and do something that they love, that they're passionate about, and not be afraid to. I want us to rise up and step out of that energy and keep going and call in all of the goodness, let go of all of that shit that we're carrying. Um, you know, for me, <clears throat> I have been working on my business for a long time, years and years and years. Now, I started working on it when I was in corporate America, but I would never fully dive into it. And when I would try, I would get rejection after rejection after rejection, and nothing was working, nothing was working, nothing was happening. Crickets or, you know, something might come my way that I thought was really good and it turned out to be something really bad or, or whatever. All these feelings, all these, this conditioning of rejection from the time we are little up until now, up until the age you are now, are holding us back from following our intuition, following that calling that our soul is giving us to do, because we are afraid that we are going to be rejected. Now, this might not apply to you. And if you've got this mastered, damn, I want to have a conversation with you because <laughs> I don't really know anyone who doesn't let it affect them. Although I do know some people who are pretty good at working through it. And so that's kind of what I want to get into is how we can work through these things, how we can work through these stories that we're holding on to. 
so that you don't have to be afraid to pursue your passion, to pursue your path, to manifest more abundance, to manifest better health, better friendships, more love in your life, love of a partner that you've been craving, whatever it is you desire. It doesn't matter what it is. We all want something. So what do we have to do? What do we have to clear? And how do we do it to attract more of that, more of what we want? What are those old stories and those old patterns of rejection that we have? So let's look at what I call like the five biggest areas I believe that most of us desire to have abundance in, if you will. And when I say abundance, I mean, I'm not talking just money. I'm talking abundance in the form of love, you know, beautiful, beautiful love, joy, fulfillment, essentially fulfillment. So friendships or relationships, money, love, love and compassion, business or work career, in our health. I mean, spirituality is another aspect, but the spirituality aspect is how we get to these other things. So in terms of friendships and relationships, look at the friendships and relationships that you have now. Are you satisfied with them? Do they fulfill you? Do they give you what you need? If the answer is no, then I want you to go back and I want you to look at the patterns in your life and even go back and look at the earliest memory of when you were rejected in terms of building a friendship or building a relationship with someone. What happened? Were you shy and did you try to be brave and reach out and, and make a friend or have a relationship with someone? They said, no, I don't like you or no, I don't have room for you in my life or no, dot, dot, dot. How did you feel? What did you do immediately after, if you can remember, what did you do immediately after that? When was the next time after that, that you tried to build a relationship? Were you more meek? Did you go bigger and bolder? And were you still rejected? So what about money and abundance? A lot of times we don't attract money into our life because there's something else going on inside of us. And I do believe truly that rejection is part of that blockage. So this is where we can go back to our earliest lessons about money and what our money beliefs are. 
maybe you asked your parents for money when you were little or younger or teenager and they told you no because money's tight. Money's not for frivolous things. Money's bad. We can't afford it. Whatever the case. And so you start to hold on to the idea that money is kind of a negative energy, a negative thing. And then you go into your, your adulthood and maybe you start to work, maybe you get a job and a couple of different things can happen. You have all the money and all the money that you're receiving, you're holding onto it so tight, you're afraid to let it go because you're afraid it's going to go away. Or maybe you get all the money and you spend every freaking dime of it because you were always told no and you're going to do what the fuck you want with it and you're going to spend it however the hell you want. And it all goes away. Or maybe you get a really good job. Maybe you get a dream job and you start out with a salary that's okay for you, but you know and you're hoping that somewhere down the road your, your career is going to propel and you're going to make more and more money and you can't wait to make more and more money. And then as you go down the road and you, you ask for raises or you get raises or you look for promotions and you're being told no, 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 you apply for a promotion and you get rejected. No, you're not good enough. No, our budget's too tight. No, you know, your performance wasn't good enough this year. Whatever the case. Look at those stories. Go back as early as you can and understand how your relationship with money started. And then start to look at it in your adulthood and what you have taken with you from that, from that past. So um, this is why I'm saying that I believe rejection is a big part of it. It's a big part of why we block abundance, why we block money. Another area, love. We all want to be loved. We all crave love. We, wanna, we want someone to hold us with compassion and admiration and, and just deep, deep love. And we want a love of a partner, of a life partner, of a soulmate, whatever you want to call it, a husband, a wife, a significant other, a life partner. I think we all desire that. Most of us do. Most people do. And if you don't, you want love in some other form. Maybe it's love in your friendships, love from your family, love from your children, whatever it is. So how are we blocking that love? I'm going to talk about romantic love here because it's something that resonates with me so much because it's something that I struggled with for so long in my life and I'm still learning and I'm still growing into that. I don't have a partner right now and that's okay, but I keep challenging myself to understand and clear what it is I need to clear 
about being rejected by partners. So how were you rejected? How was love taken from you? How was love not shown to you? What happened? Think back to a moment in time where you tried to express your love, your compassion, and it wasn't received. When it's not received, that is a form of rejection. When you put yourself out there and make yourself vulnerable and show love and compassion to someone else and they don't receive it, they ignore it, they don't acknowledge it, they say mean things, they do bad things, they yell, they scream, they say fuck you, whatever. Or they just walk away. That's a form of rejecting your love, the love that you have inside of you. So what are you carrying? What rejection stories are you carrying about love and having your love received? Look at that, look at those patterns. You know, I can tell you tons of stories about when I've been rejected by partners, boyfriends, men that I've dated, men that I was trying to date, all sorts of things. Oh my gosh, it makes you feel like, it makes you feel ugly, it makes you feel like, you start to think to yourself, maybe you do, you know, I know for me, I'll share what I've felt. Anytime I was rejected by a man, I felt, I felt lonely. I felt like I wasn't loved. I felt like I wasn't worthy of love. I felt like I was ugly. I felt like I was fat. I felt like that I was uh, not good enough, like I was stupid or not intelligent enough or not pretty enough or whatever. I mean, the story goes on and on and on. <laughs> like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Why can't I attract love? Why am I attracting all these assholes? What is happening here? What is wrong with me? And I can tell you, one of the things that I learned along the, along the way was one of the reasons why I was attracting so much crap was because I was so desperate to feel love that I would accept it from anyone. I found it easier to show my love to someone who I felt needed love and needed to be fixed or needed something rather than having it be a mutual experience because that is what I saw and what I felt. And so that was a story that I carried. And then all of those experiences that I had in my own relationships and the relationships I witnessed around me made all of this, all of these conditioned beliefs inside of me that I'm never going to have the kind of love that I truly, truly desire. And that, my friends, is fucking painful. So painful. Because 
we want to feel loved, but we also have to find the love within ourselves. We have to find that love within ourselves first before we can receive more love. That's why we have to work through these stories, these old conditionings, these old beliefs. So look at those patterns about love. What have you taught yourself to believe about them? And start to change those stories and let go of that shit. Let it go. But face it, face it head on. And then make a choice. Make a choice to say, I am done with you. I am letting you go. Clear that energetic field so you can finally call in the love that you deserve. <sighs> Business, career, it's another area. You know, I kind of touched on this a little bit already. You know, maybe you're like me and you were trying to build a business and it wasn't working and it wasn't working. Or maybe you're a career woman and you just really want to excel in your career, but it's just going too slow. It's not working enough because of all the rejections that you had along the way. You have to look back. You have to go back to all of those beliefs. And it kind of does start with self-love, like I mentioned. You know, where are you not loving yourself enough? Where are you not appreciating yourself enough? Where have you been wronged in the past, rejected in the past, not gotten that job, not gotten that client, not gotten that paycheck, whatever? Does it mean that you're not good enough? No. No, it doesn't. So what are you holding on to? Only you can answer that. And then health. You know, same thing. Health is another area that so many of us, many of us, strive to have good health. We want to feel healthy. We want to feel vibrant. We want to feel energetic. We want to feel good in our body. Health. You know, a lot of times our health is also something, it's inner, it's something that we are conditioned. So if you look back again to when you were younger, not to be repetitive, but what did your parents feed you, your grandparents feed you? What kind of activities did they encourage you to engage in, if any? What kind of, how, did, how were they? How did they act? How was their health? How did they treat their own health? What did you see? What did you witness? And then as you get independent and old enough to make your own decisions and your own choices, did you pick up on those and carry those with you? Or did you say, no, I don't, I don't believe this. I don't like it this way. I'm going to do it this way instead. So a lot of times those, the, the health pattern we have is the health pattern that we were conditioned with from a very young age. But also, I'm going to get back to self-love again. 
look at your health and determine, am I feeding my health? Am I feeding my body what it really needs? Am I nourishing it? What am I nourishing? Is it nourishing me to do this, that, and the other thing? Or would it nourish me more to do this instead? And what stories and what conditioning do I have to let go of that I was trained to believe about myself? What if I could love my body and love myself so much and, and want to call in all these things and know that if I take better care of me and show myself some self-love, that all these other things are possible. It's all connected, sisters. All of it. Health, love, relationships, money and abundance and 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 you know career and spirituality and all of it. It's all connected and it's all of equal value. So imagine a pie chart with all these different uh, areas of your life and imagine them in all equal parts and look at which ones are more prominent in your life than the others right now and understand what areas you need to work on a little bit more and dive deeper into and clear that energy field look at all those areas of your life and ask yourself, where have I been rejected? Where have I been rejected? And where have I been rejecting myself? And how can I change this? What can I do? What is my new belief around this? What is, what is it that I truly, truly believe about this? And then shift it and then your actions will start to mirror that belief because life is a mirror. So you'll start to see that as you heal those old patterns and heal those old stories, you're going to start showing up differently. And when you start showing up differently, you start magnetizing the things to you that you desire and you become more brave and more courageous. And you're not as worried about putting yourself out there in the world and you're not as worried about being rejected because you know and you will believe that what is going to show up for you is a match, is an energetic, spiritual match. I mean, the truth is our entire lives, we are going to be rejected and we're going to be judged, all of it. It's part of the human experience but we don't have to carry that. We can take that rejection as a sign of, of, of growth. We can take it as a lesson. We can learn from it. We don't have to carry it. Let it be a lesson. Let it teach you. Whew. So much to say, so much to say. My most important 
point that I want to make about all of this. And I know I kind of, you know, talked a lot in circles and kind of repeated myself, but that's because, like I said, it's all connected. The point I want to make here is that every time you are feeling rejected or feeling judged by something outside of yourself, it does not mean you are not good enough or you are not worthy because you are. Only you yourself can make you feel unworthy and not good enough. That's why I was talking about self-rejection. When you reject you, you create the story inside of yourself that you are not worthy and not good enough. No one outside of you can make you feel that way. Only you can make you feel that way. And I say that with so much heartfelt love and compassion because I am guilty. I know what that feels like. I have been there. I have done that. And this journey that we are on in life, coming into alignment, opening up to everything we desire, to the fulfillment that we crave, it's, it's a journey. And we are not perfect. We are human. We are the best human we can be, the best way we know how. And there's no reason to judge that about ourselves. And there's no reason to judge about where you are right now versus where someone else is right now. We all have a unique path. We all have our own divine timing for things because there's so much we need to learn. Ooh, I'm just so passionate about empowering you. Empowering you to step into your power, step into your truth, step into your path. Follow that yellow brick road. <laughs> like Dorothy, put on your ruby red slippers and follow that path. And do it with an open heart. Let that light that lives inside of you shine outwardly so you can receive the love and light back that you deserve, that you are privileged to have. So, so, so much. <laughs> oh, dear sisters, I love you all so much. And I am just so fulfilled. My heart is so full. Being able to just speak to you, speak from the heart, for listening, for receiving me, for receiving these messages in whatever way, shape, or form you need to receive them. 
And again, I love you so much. And I will talk to you all again so soon. I wish you such a blessed, blessed day. Thanks so much for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please help other women who need to hear this inspiring episode by leaving a five-star review on iTunes. And if you're ready to start the transition to your soul-aligned work in the world, go to www.reneeshear.com and apply to work with Renee or schedule a free discovery call. Until next time, thanks for listening.